0: You've probably figured out from my location I have a pickleball story. I'm seriously going to do a a bathroom toilet book of nothing but pickleball stories and lessons. So I had some of my closest friends come. Uh, it's a prayer team. We've been together for like 12 years and they all came a couple weekends ago. and one of my friends who is willing to do anything like jump off the rock, do tubing, get on the kneeboard, anything. Um, Wanted to go try pickleball, of course. Willing to oblige anybody that wants to go try pickleball. So Philly went with me, took another one of our friends. The four of us go out for a lovely early morning round of pickleball before all the really competitive people get there and she's doing awesome like she's tall she can just like reach her hand out and hit the ball she's just doing awesome so we um are about 15 minutes in and she's across from me and I see her and she kind of flinches and her ankle kind of seems to give way and I'm like, what's going on? What, did you, did you sprain your ankle? And she's like, no, I just heard a pop. Well, I've been playing pickleball long enough to know hearing pops are not good. And she went to the ER and she has a ruptured Achilles. And we, it was like sickening, like wanting to throw up, sickening to see her at, In that kind of pain, knowing what happens when you rupture your Achilles. We got her back to the house. Um, I could see her little mind just processing what this meant for the reality of day-to-day living, of responsibilities. It's her right foot where she presses the gas in the car. What it would mean for her husband. What it would mean for taking the dogs out at 530 in the morning that she always did, which he's now doing. And I just saw her little mind processing and I told her, I said, you know, there's a group leaving tomorrow. If you want to go ahead and go home with them, if that would make you feel better. And I said, but you are not a problem to us. So if that is your only concern, you have to stay. You can't leave because you don't want to be a burden. We will take care of you. And I watched as she climbed her cast-laden leg into that boat, as she went outside for her early morning time down at the dock on her crutches to be with the Lord. And in the middle of such an extravagant disappointment for all of us, but especially her and what it would would require, she didn't miss a beat. Her heart was fully engaged. And it was interesting because a couple days later, I would teach in Bible study, the disappointed heart. So what does it look like when you land in your disappointment, when you allow your heart to shut down in a place of disappointment? It believes two things. One, the place of lack, the enemy has been capable of allowing your place of lack to be the only thing that you can see. That all you do is focus on your place of lack. It's Eve in the middle of the garden of good, in the middle of the garden of Eden, only focusing on the fact that she cannot eat from one single tree because she has believed the lie of the enemy. And this is the second thing: a disappointed heart believes the lie that God isn't for me. He's for everybody else, but he isn't for me. In that moment, she could have thought, "Here I am." You know, there were four people on the court. Why is it God must be for all of them, but not for me if this happened to me? And that is a lie of the enemy. God is for you. In fact, Paul wrote, if God is for me, who can be against me? It's like he's so for you, even death and demons and heaven and hell can't separate you from the love of God because he is so for you. So I don't know if you have experienced one disappointment that happens over and over and over and over again. I don't know if you've experienced multiple disappointments that just seem to be happening in tandem. Or I don't know if it's been one big disappointment in life from the loss of a child to the loss of a spouse or marriage to the loss of your, to filing bankruptcy, to losing a job, to whatever the extravagant loss may be. But when the enemy allows us to become so focused on that being the only thing we can see, then we miss all the ways that God is working and moving around us. And we get to choose what we're going to believe about God. We can allow the enemy to convince us that our pain is the whole of our story, or we can believe the truth that the pain is just a piece of our story. And God wants to transform our story because he's writing a story that's much bigger than our little micro world. So if you've landed in disappointment and you've believed that God isn't for you, that he's for everyone else, you need to own that, you need to repent of that, and you need to get to moving on the fact that that is just a piece of your story. It is not the whole of your story. Only you can choose to believe that lie, but that is not a lie God has authored for you. He has offered a beautiful story for your life. Don't believe that lie in the name of Jesus.